Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Sidi Olivia, and this is my podcast, Student of the Universe, where I talk about astrology and tarot and things that just interest me because of my birth chart. In the last episode, I got into a topic that I really wanted to talk more about, which is taking things personally. However, I was with Lisa and we get distracted pretty easily. So I wanted to use this episode to talk about not only taking things personally, but some other tips and tricks to help find that love you have for humanity again. If you're anything like me, you've kind of disconnected from people over the past couple of years and probably dread leaving your house. And so here are some tips that I've used to not only be able to connect with other people, but genuinely to love people in spite of the way that they treat me, the way that they act, you know, just how to feel at peace at any given moment. Because I think a lot of the time we chase happiness when in reality we should be looking for peace in the present moment. Because happiness, you can run out of that. You can overdose on that. You know, you can come down from intense happiness and find yourself at a lower point than you originally were. But if you're at a place of peace, you don't come down from that. You simply are there. And you can manage and respond to the experiences around you much better from a place of peace. So in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to maintain your peace. Before we begin, due to what I want to talk about, I'd like to start with a meditation. Because when talking about taking things personally, the irony is that we can take it personally that we take things personally. I know that is kind of hard to understand, but if I'm talking about a quality of you that could be improved, it's easy for you to take it personally. So I want us to meditate and get to that place of peace before we even start talking about the tips and tricks so that you don't take it personally. You know what I mean? P just knows what I mean. Okay, let's uh, let's start this meditation, okay? You are here now. Feel the environment around you. Hear the sounds around you. You are here now. Let your thoughts stay here in the present moment. There is nothing else to think about but this moment right here. You are safe to experience this moment to the fullest capacity. Nothing else requires your attention or your energy other than the present moment. Be mindful of your breathing. In through your nose, hold it, and out through your mouth. You are safe here. No one can hurt you. No one can take anything away from you. 
you are here now and I am so grateful that you are here thank you for taking this moment to center yourself with me I hope that you are feeling present in the moment maybe there's like a tingle running through your skin right now as you really process that you are here and everything is okay and we are about to talk about some things that might feel uncomfortable but overall it is so beautiful to be self-aware and to love ourselves in that awareness and to always cherish the changes we are willing to make to find peace for ourselves. so let's start talking about that where do we find peace in life well take a minute to think about where are the places who are the people what is the environment that truly brings you peace you know i'll give you a second to think about when do you truly feel peaceful like head empty but no thoughts in like the best way For me, it would be in nature, specifically around like a creek or water. When I hear flowing water, my brain just empties itself of all of my stress. Um, But also just sitting next to a tree, you know, like feeling the wind. Being outside in nature is where I find the most peace. And I'm sure a lot of you had the same response. But a question I've always wondered, knowing that about myself, is like, okay, then how do I feel the way I feel in nature when I'm, like, locked in a building with fluorescent lights for hours to make money? Or in my house, and I don't want to just numb myself out by watching TikTok for eight hours straight? Like, how do I feel that peace in the rest of my environments? Especially in environments where other people are constantly interacting with us. We are swarmed with this cloud of energy everywhere we go, you know? So how do we find peace in places like that, you know? And that's what I've been working on in my life recently. So it all started with my job. Here's what happened. I was working at a particular place that was increasing the amount of anger, just resting anger I had. Like right now I'm trying to teach you how to have resting peace. Imagine if you had resting anger and that was the experience that I was having working at this specific place. And a lot of it had to do with the people I was working with. I was taking everything really personally because sometimes there were personal attacks. Like I just got to be honest, like there were experiences where 100% I was in a tricky situation because someone was personally attacking me for their own personal reasons right but because of those experiences I ended up taking every single experience that I was having personally I was so used to having to guard myself that I began to guard myself from everyone and find the worst intentions in everyone and so I just over the course of a couple bad experiences became this person who always expected to have a bad experience my ultimate advice is that you can stay in a place where you feel anger and you can change the way that you perceive things in order to not feel anger in that same environment however at the time this is a couple months ago i was not able to find that in myself and 
honestly, I wasn't even sure if I was going to be able to find peace specifically with the people I was having problems with. So I made the decision to go work somewhere else and it was a great decision. I am really happy that I made that transformation because going to a new environment helped me set standards in that environment. And the thing is, even though I could start my relationship with these new people from a perspective of not taking the things they say personally, I was still pretty nervous. And so my first tip for you is to make a spell. And so here's what I did. It was like the first week I started working at this new place and I'm thinking, okay, like I'm doing a pretty good job in terms of finding peace, but I am really anxious just because change can be really overwhelming. So I drove to my favorite crystal store and I picked out five crystals. Honestly, you can't ask me what they're called because I'm not the kind of person who picks up the paper. I just read the properties of it and I'm like, yes, I need that. So if you really want to know what exactly I put in here, I'll I'll try my best, I guess. Um, So I believe that what I have here is chocolate agate. No, chocolate calcite. I'm so sorry. This is so bad. Then I have an agate, which is pink. And then I have a little red one. I don't know what the name of it is, to be honest. I definitely have some fluorite and some watermelon tormin? Watermelon tormite? I don't know. I am so sorry. I just picked things. I just vibed with them. And honestly, like, you don't even want to just copy another person's spell, like, exactly the way they did. Because a lot of mine are for, like, confidence and for going through changes. So if you're not even going through a major change and you're just trying to find peace in an environment you're already in, these wouldn't even be the best for you anyways. So I highly recommend picking a few crystals that really resonate with what you're going through. I put them into one of those little crystal bags that they give you for like a buck when you go to the crystal store, but I also mixed some ashkawanda into the bag and have, I have all my crystals sitting in the ashkawanda in the bag, and that's kind of like the spell for me. And so I don't really have these crystals out in my hands when I'm at work, but I have this pouch of crystals and ashkawanda in my pocket. And dude, it made the biggest difference. I'm like, not even joking. When I forget to put this pouch into my pocket before work, it's a completely different energy every day. You're not reliant on the spell to be in your pocket to have a good time, but it really helps. It's like, the pain will go away if you don't take an ibuprofen, but if you have ibuprofen and you're in pain, why would you not take it? You know what I mean? Like... You can create this spell and it's not going to solve every problem, but it's definitely going to help you get to where you need to go. Also, don't forget to cleanse them because specifically the spell we're creating is to find inner peace by removing that negative mindset. And so your negative mindset will be entering the crystals. So always remember to cleanse the spell every now and then so that it can continue to intake any negative energy you're giving off. But I highly recommend creating your own little bag of crystals and maybe some, you know, herbs if you want. But this made a huge difference for me and I highly recommend it because just having these on me and feeling that crystal generated piece, it's like the first step in creating the rest of the piece myself. So I highly recommend some crystals in your pocket when you're in these 
really high energy, overwhelming places where it's hard to find peace. The next thing I did was take a look at my coping mechanisms and how not being able to access them impacts my mindset. For example, I got into vaping a few months ago when I was trying to not smoke as much weed. And while that did work, like it significantly helped me with that issue, now I have a new issue, you know? And although I do feel like it is a step in the right direction, now I have to deal with the consequences of relying on a vape. And I work six hours inside a building. The first time I hit my vape after I start my shift is when I sit in my car after my shift. And the thing is, I won't even realize in the moment when I'm getting angry or irrationally upset that it's because of the nicotine addiction. I will just be upset thinking that it's really because of that moment, that interaction, what's happening, you know? And so being able to be mindful of, oh, it's not about what's going on right now. This is about something else that's going on in my life. And then just take a little 30 second, one minute meditation right there at work. Like, dude, I genuinely will meditate. I will stretch. I will do yoga right in front of the customers and all my coworkers. Like, I do not care because if that's what you need, you need it. So when I have those moments where I'm like, why am I so angry right now? And then it occurs to me, oh, it's been like five hours since I last hit my vape. Then I can breathe and be like, that is not something I need to achieve peace. That can be an affirmation for you if you want. If you also have an addiction that you have to stay away from in certain environments, you just got to sit there, breathe, and say, that is not something I need to achieve peace. It's going to happen again. Give it an hour or two, and you're probably going to feel that feeling again. But just keep reminding yourself, because your body, your brain, and your soul, they're listening. So remind them, hey, buddy, um, that's not going to help us feel peace right now, but you know what it is? breathing and being present the addictions that we experience takes us out of the present moment even if we're not realizing oh i really want that addiction right now we're subconsciously yearning for it in a moment where we might not be conscious of what we are yearning for and because of that we can get upset with the present moment for making us frustrated. But it's not the present moment. It's the past and the future where we were able to reach that addiction and fulfill it. And we're not able to right now. So just be mindful of things like that. You don't have to think about it all the time. And definitely don't make yourself guilty for the coping mechanisms you have right now. You are literally doing the best that you can. And I'm so proud of you for where you're at. So this isn't about judging your addictions. It's just about being mindful of them and how they impact you. I'm not saying that you need to quit whatever you're doing right now because you know what's best for you. I'm just saying, take a moment and be like, hey, it's okay. It's okay. I don't need my vape to be nice to people. Okay, so now I have a pocket full of crystals and I'm aware that I get grumpy when I don't vape, right? But I'm still getting frustrated after just a few hours of working, right? So I'm like, why is this the case? Well, it doesn't occur to me that I didn't eat breakfast, my stomach hurt, but I didn't take any medicine. Like, I, w I just realized I'm not taking care of myself. Personally, I need a routine to take care of myself. Like, I won't respond to my body's messages right when it says it. I've gotten into the habit of treating myself as if I am my own child. So I'll be like, are you hungry? 
Are you sure you're not hungry? Here, you're gonna eat something anyways because I don't think you're sure if you're hungry. Boom, I eat something and, and I was freaking hungry, so. Just treating myself as if I'm a child. Like, there's a part of me that's very stubborn, doesn't know what I want, and just being like, are you tired? Because you're allowed to take a nap, you know? Like, be soft. Be soft in the way that you talk to yourself. Ask yourself questions. Get to know your body and treat it as a child that may not know what it needs in that moment because when you treat it that way, eventually you will know what you need. You'll feel that feeling and you'll be like, I need to eat something right now. I'm about to get hangry. Just start with asking yourself questions and getting to know yourself and what you might need. And having that relationship with your body is so important and it will truly help you find that peace. If you know what to do in any given moment to create physical equilibrium in order to achieve that peace. Okay, so let's say you have crystals in your pocket, you're conscious of your coping mechanisms, you've eaten, you've gone to the bathroom, you're well rested, like you have everything in line, you're ready for a good day. And somehow, you're still feeling irritable or even angry. Taking things personally is the number one cause of frustration that is not aligned with us. We like to be the main character. But the problem with being the main character or perceiving yourself to be one is that sometimes you genuinely believe that all of these side characters are actively against you. I'll give you an example. Today I rang up a customer and I couldn't quite understand what she was saying. It was really loud in the store at that time. And so I asked her to repeat herself twice. And on the second time I asked her to repeat herself, she got very frustrated with me. And she was like, hot coffee now. First of all, I don't even know what that means. We have so many hot coffees. What size? What do you want in it? But moving past that, the way that she did it was very aggressive for little to no reason. And I could take that personally and be like, well, I was just trying to do my job and you don't need to talk to someone you don't know like that. What's wrong with you that makes you talk to someone like that? But I didn't think that because that's not my problem. What she has going on in her life that makes her feel like she can talk to strangers that way, that's that's none of my business. That's her business. Maybe her therapist's business. I don't know. All I know is that she's going through something and it's not even worth it to guess what she could be going through, you know? Don't spend time thinking, oh, maybe she's mad because no one ever understands what she's saying or maybe she's mad because something happened right before she got... It's That's not my business either. All I know is that... She chose to speak to me that way, but I don't choose to respond in the same way. So when I understood what she said on the last try, I went over and I got the drink that she wanted and I came back and I just smiled. And I was like, thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. And I do hope she has a great day. I hope that her day gets so much better that she doesn't feel the need to communicate with people like that. But again, as soon as she left, you know, I didn't think about her again until just now for this example because it's really none of my business. It's not my job. My job is to hand her the coffee that she wants and then create the change from the money that she gives me. That's literally my job. It's not my job to manage how people react to their stress or to take it personally when they take their stress out on me. And if I'm not getting paid for it, I don't want to do it. I'm just kidding. But really, it's important to not even take the time to be like why did this person treat me this way who cares 
that is their job. You're never going to get anything done in life if you are constantly trying to find justifications for the way that other people treat you. Because, one, you're never going to find those reasons. Unless you sit down with that person and say, hey, why did this happen? And then they're just going to tell you a story that has nothing to do with you, most likely. They're not going to be like, well, your service was terrible, because it probably wasn't. They're probably going to tell you some story that doesn't relate to you at all, perhaps even a boring story like, I woke up this morning and there was a dent in my car. Okay, what does that have to do with how you order your coffee? You see, like, it wouldn't even be satisfying to look for the justification that you feel will heal you. It's not going to heal you. The only thing that can heal you from someone else's negative energy is to remember it has nothing to do with you. Let it bounce right off. You know, like, when you respond thoughtfully and kindly to other people's negativity, what happens is their negativity, it comes towards you and it bounces right back off. Because imagine if you were rude to someone and they were just like, hey, here you go. Like, I really hope the rest of your day is great. You'd be like, wow, I'm a fucking asshole. (laughs) And hey, even if they don't think something like that, like even if it bounces off of you and goes back into them and they just get more angry, like why is this person in a good mood right now? Like, Like I said before, we don't need to sit there and think, oh, how are they gonna respond to our kindness when we are being kind to them for being, you know, like we don't need to think about all those extra layers. There's only one thing you ever have to think about. And that is your response, not your reaction, your response. Allow your reaction to play in your mind, right? Because I definitely had a reaction for this woman and it was not kind. I don't even want to say it because it was just like a low blow that I thought to myself about her. Like, oh, this is why she's so upset, you know? And it was just superficial and not nice. And I had that reaction in my mind and then I breathed. And that's when I said, you know, here you go. I hope you have a wonderful day because I was responding, not reacting. My reaction would have made the whole situation worse, but my response allowed me to achieve inner peace in that moment. So make sure you distinguish between the two. Allow the reaction to play and then let it go and then respond. But these type of interactions are what I call the details. The little things, you know? These are the moments where a really bad driver cuts you off and then you just stare at the car the rest of the time while you're driving. And maybe you slow down when you're in front of them or you do something spiteful to get back at them for what they did. Why? Like, what's the point of becoming an angry driver because there's an angry driver next to you? When in reality, when you see an angry driver, what you're thinking is, I wish there were less angry drivers. But when you react to them, you become one extra angry driver on the road. You're contributing to the exact thing you don't enjoy about the world. These day-to-day ones where strangers or like people we work with say passing things that we take personally, those are the things that make us lose faith in humanity. Because how could someone who doesn't even know me treat me this way, right? Those are the things that make us feel disconnected from the collective consciousness. But when we're able to take a step back and not take it personally and not look for a justification and just respond the way that is aligned with who we are, 
we love the world more because of that. I felt genuinely so happy to be able to go to the next customer after that woman and be like, good morning, how are you? Like, what would you like to eat or drink today? Like, how can we help you? And to go and give him positive energy when I just deflected some negative energy from someone else, that is the ideal response in every person. And it's not our job to help other people learn how to do that. It's just our job to make sure we do it ourselves. So if you're feeling a lack of faith in humanity, perhaps you are taking it a little too personally when strangers are not mindful of you. But that's okay. You're not always mindful of strangers, you know? We're all doing the best we can. If you would like to have a justification for the way people are treating you, that's the only one there is. They are doing the best they can. They really are. And if you think because someone's acting horribly that they're not doing the best they can, you're wrong. They are doing the best they can in that moment with what they know, with what they've been through. That is the only justification there is for anything that happens to us in life. Everyone is doing the best they can in that moment. And wouldn't it be nice if someone's best was really low? Like yelling at strangers low. That's how low their best at that moment is. Wouldn't it be nice to maybe help them reach a better best? If that makes any sense. Wouldn't it be nice to help them realize they can do better? Even if right then they're doing the best they can, they can do better in the next moment. And we can just show them that by doing the best we can. The world is a balance of not good and bad, but a push and a pull. Sometimes people will want to push you away. Sometimes people will want to pull you closer. It definitely feels better to be pulled closer, to have a nice interaction with someone and feel closer to them, even if you might not see each other ever again. When people push you away, pull them closer. That's all you can do. And the same applies to another type of taking things personally, which is more intimate. And that's when you take things personally that people you love or people really close to you have said to you. Those are the kind of situations where your significant other comes home from work and they had a really bad day or something and the house is a little messy. So they say, why didn't you clean? You have all this free time. Why didn't you clean the house, you know? And let's say you didn't do it because you didn't have a lot of energy that day. So you start taking it personally. Oh, wow, you didn't even think about whether or not I had the energy to get to that today. You just marched in and expected things of me, right? But they're not talking about the house and they're not talking about you. They're doing the best they can because they had a hard day. And that's the best they have when they walk in the door, you know? And when we take moments like that personally, we begin to push that person away. But like I said before, those are the most important times to pull them closer. I used to take situations like that really personally in my relationship, especially because my girlfriend and I make significantly different amounts of money with the work we do. So when I feel like I'm not meeting her expectations as the person who makes less money, it really did impact my self-worth. And it made me feel like, how am I ever going to work in this relationship with you when I'm never going to amount to anything? But my response now is completely different. 
if she were to walk through the door right now and be like, oh, you're so lazy, you just sit around making a podcast when we have all of these errands we need to do or something like that, which she wouldn't. Shout out to Katie. She's the best girlfriend ever. But if she were to do that because that was the best she had at that moment, my reaction now would be, how was work today? What happened? Is everything okay? What can I do to help you feel more at peace in this moment? And it's not your job, like I said, it's not your job to help people respond in kinder ways or to justify why they're acting the way they're acting. That's true whether it's a stranger or your partner. The difference between these two situations is that rather than losing faith in humanity as a whole, we begin to lose faith specifically in the relationship we have with that person. When my girlfriend would come home from work and be super stressed out and say things to me that felt hurtful and I would take them personally, I came to the conclusion that because we made such a different amount of money, we would never be compatible. I started to believe that she would be much happier with someone who made the amount of money she makes or maybe more so that she could feel safer in her relationship. When in reality, when she was saying kind things to me, it was always, I love you unconditionally, I don't care how much money you make, I'm just happy to be with you and you specifically. And when I would take the other things personally, I would completely ignore these affirmations that she was telling me about our relationship. But when I stopped taking them personally, I realized that what she was saying in those kind things was the truth. She loves me unconditionally. It doesn't matter how much money I make. I am the one she wants to be with. And that was so healing that we are stronger now than we've ever been before. But it took me no longer taking those things personally to get to the point where I could see what was really love and what was her just doing her best when she was tired or frustrated with the world. If we do take things personally in intimate relationships, whether it's with our family members or our friends or our partners, we create a divide to believe that we are not worth the time and energy of those around us, or perhaps they are not worth our time and energy. But if you know that there is truly a deep, unconditional love in that relationship, then it is so important to take the time to voice how you feel. If it's hard for you to just stop taking things personally yourself, then it is okay for you to bring it up to that person. Just be like, hey, I took it really personally when you said that, but I feel like maybe there was another reason you were talking that way. And this is something I'd only recommend doing in these intimate relationships, obviously asking a stranger why they acted the way they acted, like I said, no point. But when you're developing a relationship with someone and you already know the personal ins and outs of their life, it could be nice to ask them why that was the case. They might not even be aware of what occurred, you know? Like, you might approach them and be like, hey, I took it really personally when you said this. And they might be like, oh my gosh, like, I had just been sitting in an hour of traffic. I definitely didn't mean to make you feel that way, you know? They might be able to understand where that came from. But if they're not able to understand, if they say something like, hey, it's your job not to take it personally, you know, it's not my problem, I don't know why I said that, 
that's okay too because they're kind of right like that's what i've been saying the whole time it is your job to not take it personally i do hope that you're able to have that conversation with your partners and they can realize what's going on but if they're not able to realize it's okay don't take it personally you know and it's all a matter of bringing yourself to peace and what i mean by that is There is this balance between feeling like the main character and treating yourself as such, but also knowing that you're just another character to most people. You are the side character to pretty much everyone else in your life because they are their own main character. Being a side character is so much more important than we act like it is. In a lot of really popular movies and books, side characters don't get their background story or well-developed dialogue and actions. But in reality, side characters are just as complex as us, even if they only impact us for a very brief moment of our entire lives. And to be a side character that creates change or awareness in another person by being able to respond in a mindful way is so incredibly amazing for your character. Not only that, it creates a manifestation of your future. You will be able to touch more people emotionally and spiritually when you are able to provide those moments of clarity. When you don't take something someone says personally, you provide them the option for clarity. If you engage in the narrative that they created in their mind to treat you the way they're treating you, they will continue to believe that that narrative is the truth. But if you respond to them with peace and kindness, they have the opportunity to realize that their narrative is actually a fabrication of their pain and doesn't actually come from the truth. Here's some homework for you, okay? Sometime when you're at work, or you're hanging out with your friends, or you're around other people, observe. And watch until you see someone take something personally. Just witness that experience. And what you'll see is how much everyone's peace in that area unravels. Or how much pain the person who's taking it personally feels. How they can go from completely at peace to triggered by all the pain they've ever felt in their life just from taking one thing which isn't really about them personally. I recently have watched people take things personally and that's really where this journey came from for me. I wasn't aware that I was taking so many things personally until I saw other people do it. And I thought, wow, you are in so much pain right now because you think that everything everyone does to you is saying who you are as a person. But it's not. It does not define you at all. And witnessing that pain helped me realize I definitely experienced that pain too. And since then, I have been so aware of my ability to take things personally and the way that I do not want to do that anymore. So take some time and witness how other people experience that moment. It'll really make you want to work on this more, trust me. Like, once you start noticing the way everyone takes things personally, you will definitely want to move away from that mindset. Okay, so after about a week of not taking things personally, I was feeling on top of the world. 
instead of coming home and then going into a TikTok comatose, I could literally like get my chores done, make podcasts, write, you know, paint, like literally do things that make me happy because I had enough energy because I didn't spend all of my energy taking things personally at work. It was amazing. I was feeling great. I would go into work the next day and I'd be like, oh my gosh, it's going to be a great day. I don't care what happens because I'm going to make it a great day for me. And that's definitely true. But there was one little thing I was forgetting about that I want to talk to you about. And that is being present in the moment. Sometimes the easiest way to not take things personally when you're practicing that is to not be present at all. Because how can you take it personally if you don't even know what they're talking about? You didn't even hear them. But the thing is, you have to be present in the moment to truly experience the peace. Because even if you want to sit and daydream or manifest your future by imagining when you're like rich and famous or on your farm where no one knows where you live, like whatever your dream is, you can daydream about that all you want. By opening that door to your thoughts, your anxiety can come in. You could be having a nice daydream, ignoring the present moment, not taking things personally, and still be reverted to your anxious thoughts, you know? You have to be present in the moment to hold that inner peace. And even though that will require actively having conversations where you're not taking things personally, it's the only way to go. If you're not present in the moment, you will not be able to experience the full joy of that moment. And that includes even at work. You may not like your job or the people you work with or the customers who come in, whatever it is. You may not like certain aspects of your job, but the only way to feel inner peace while you're there is to be present in the moment and to just see things, feel things, hear things, just be a human being and experience it. And I know that sounds exhausting because you got to go there so many days a week just to pay your bills, but you will find that there is a really beautiful opportunity in the present moment. And it's to be that side character I was talking about before. The things you're able to do by being present create such a better world, environment, energy, whatever you want to call it, for everyone else to experience. Whether it's being present because you're cleaning something up and making it look nice, or you're taking the time to ask your coworkers questions to get to know them better, there are so many things you can do being present in the moment that will make you feel happier and more connected with where you are, the environment that you're in. So trust me, you might feel so giddy, you want to like daydream about all the happiest things in the world, but stay here. Stay here with these people, even the ones who try to hurt you, even the ones who make you angry, stay with them. Because once you realize they can't actually hurt you, they'll never hurt you again. And that is why I just had the best couple of weeks ever. I just had such a great time this recently because I just, I haven't been taking anything personally. And I hope that after listening to this podcast, you were able to do the same. Okay, now that I've shared all my thoughts, I would like to end with another meditation because we just had so many words floating around and so many things to do and whatever. Let's just be present again, okay? Let's just zoom back in, zoom back into this little moment. I'm a little ant walking on a blade of grass and everything's so much bigger than me and I don't care. Let's like meditate like that, you know?
You are here now. You are safe in this moment. You are capable of growth beyond your belief. You can and will reach your fullest potential in this life. You are a beautiful human being. You are full of a light that the world needs to feel. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for being my friend. I love you and I care about you and I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.